Facebook, Sports Web Podcast, LLC is the group page. You know that. You know that's where I am. So get there if you get there. For my Instagram people, um, let me see here. I'm live also on IG simultaneously here. For my Instagram people, you know what that is, at Sports Web underscore D. So we got some stuff to get to, you know. And again, folks, let me know. When you were here, like I did at the Drake, you know how I do on Facebook. When I, when I see the comments, um, I will definitely get to them, acknowledge people who comment and chime in on what's going on. Also, on Instagram, you know I'll send you your waves and all of that kind of jazz and things of that nature. And also, folks, I just want to make sure everybody can hear me. And like I said, a little technical difficulties um, going on within the studio right now. But um, we're going to work that out. And as a matter of fact, it is worked out right now. So give me a second. I'm going to hook myself in. Bam. Throw these on. Right? Right? Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to fix myself up. And y'all can see, I want y'all to see all this on camera that I'm fixing myself up here. I'm getting to it. So, like I said, we back up. Um, so I'm going to hold off on this. Real quick, I'm chime this microphone up, and I'm sure you all can hear me now. So, like I said, good morning all, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to another installment of the Sports Rap Podcast right here on Heat 100 Radio, heat100radio.com. And it is your boy, Sports Rap D, in the building. Uh, I don't know what's going on with my mic. All right, there we go. Got some volume on that mic right there. So, I'm back. Like I said, Facebook, Sports Rap Podcast, LLC is the group page. You already know that. Um, doing some Instagram Live today as well, so we are right there. And they're telling me, they're telling some people, so once you get the alert that I'm live, you know what to do. Chime right on in there and uh, let me know who you are. Let me know where you're from. And I will wave at you or acknowledge you like I do on Facebook. We all know how that goes and plays out. So we got a lot of stuff to get to today. Got a lot of football talk. Um, and for anybody that was tuned in that has to get back to radio, you can get to that tune-in app. Um, the tune-in app 
search uh, Heat 100 Radio, you can get us there, or you can just go to heat100radio.com. I worked out the technical difficulties, and we are up and running, and we are live. So, got some news and some updates for you um, real quick. Um, the Bengals are livid that there's a possibility, excuse me, that their uh, playoff site could be chosen by a flip coin. A coin flip, rather not a flip coin, but a coin flip. Um, basically, all that is, is is just the fact that the game, we know the situation from Monday night, and that was a very, very serious situation. Uh, so they're like, that game has been canceled. And it was alleged, initially, they tried to think about making it up, but it was like no way they could make it up with the scheduling and the way the season was playing out. So they just canceled that game, uh, and you know the two teams that played may have a possibility of playing at a neutral site for um, a, a playoff game. Um, and then we know Demar Hamlin um, is still in critical condition, but he is steadily making improvements. Um, he's talked to some people, he's FaceTime with some people, some friends in the NFL, and some teammates. Um, one of those friends being Miles Sanders of the Philadelphia Eagles. But he's in good spirits and he's steadily making improvements. So blessings um, to him, to him and his family um, for a speedy, steady recovery. Um, players at a Division three school were hospitalized after a workout. Um, the Dodgers are apparently cutting ties with Trevor Bauer after reinstatement. The NFL owners approved the playoff changes amid the Bengals' uh, Bills cancellation. That's basically a report. There's another way to say everything that I just told you about the Bengals being upset and what I mentioned about the coin flip um, that could possibly determine the site of a play a crucial playoff game. Venus Williams withdraws from the Australian Open due to an injury. Our fighting Phils, defending National League champions, made another trade um, over the last few days. They traded Matt Verling, Nick Maton, and Donnie Sands to the Detroit Tigers for relief pitcher Gregory Soto and infielder Cody Clemens. Um, among the 12 black quarterbacks in the NFL right now, starting quarterbacks, they did a little article, and I posted it on the page, so you can go check it out in full detail if you like. Um, they judged them, ranked them by their swag. Our own MVP, Jalen Hurts, quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, was number three on the list, behind only Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson. I don't know how much I feel about. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, you know, um, Kyler Murray kind of has a slight of even though although he did come in at number two, and as far as swag, he's in a warm climate area where it's warm pretty much all the time. So he's got a little bit of an advantage there. Um, Baltimore and Philly, they've got to do more. As far as seasons changing and sometimes it's cold, sometimes it's hot, whatever. So I don't know, but you can go check that out on the page. Um, that article is posted. Um, again, the NFL and the NFL Player Association. Um, the NFL Players Association approached the NFL and they all they agreed to play Demar to pay Demar Hamlin his full contract, even though he is on the IR. I think that's a great thing, um, and I also posted that as well. You know, when you get on that injury reserve. Like, you get on the job, you get hurt, you get things, percentage of your money, whatever. Things could change. I'm happy that the NFL Players Association were immediately on that. Um, and I'm even more happy that the NFL 
agreed with it and decided to do it. And, I mean, it's a great thing. Like, you know, again, this type of accident, and I mean, when I say accident, I mean the after effects of the accident. Because if you look at the play, and everybody's been talking about it, it was a basic football play. Of course, we know, and we've known, after we found out after the fact about the shock to the organ and the medical stuff and all of that jazz. But when you looked at that play on the field, you looked at it as being a regular football play. And like I said, he stood up. You saw he stood up and then went back down. So, you know, it's a blessing um, that he's improving. He's steadily improving. Then it's also an even bigger blessing that he gets to get his whole salary. So shout out to the NFL and the NFL Players Association for getting together and taking care of that. Um, Lovey Smith was fired uh, as head coach of the Houston Texans. I think they were like 3-13-1 this year. One year is the second year in a row they fired a coach after one year. Uh, Fred Van Vliet turns down an extension of $114 million um, with the Raptors. Miles Turner turns down an extension from the Pacers. Uh, Javante Tank Davis defeats, uh, I forget his first name, defeats Garcia over the weekend um, TKO in the beginning of the ninth round. The Dallas Mavericks uh, wave Kemba Walker and DeMarcus Cousins is set to work out for the Los Angeles Lakers. So that's your news, your updates, your, your news and your updates for January the 9th. 2023 folks this is really 2023 so it is what it is um let's see here who do i have that is tuned in the person that's tuned in on my facebook i need you to chime in let me know who you are so i can give you a shout out um i see one person is viewing i'm not sure facebook so get in there and let me know what's going on with y'all over there uh instagram like i said if you on facebook you know some people if you on instagram you should be getting an alert by now because i've been on for about good 10 about 10 minutes so you should be getting an alert soon so if you on instagram get on in and check me out i know y'all check me out on thursday at the drake and i told y'all i would be here on monday so this is where i am so if y'all need to get in get in and let me know that you're here. Like I said, shout out. Let me know you're here, and I'll wave at you. Again, Facebook, when you get ready, throw your comments in. Do what you do, and we're going to get through this and talk some stuff. Got plenty of NFL playoff uh, talk to talk about. Maybe you're going to try and sprinkle in a little bit of Sixers. But as you know, if you've seen the post, I do have guest interview set to call in. And when we get that call, we will definitely get into that interview um, and let you guys enjoy that conversation. So moving on to some scores. In the NHL on Sunday, the Canucks get beat by the Jets 7-4. The Panthers fall to the Stars 5-1. The Blue Jackets get blanked by the Capitals 1-zip. The Blackhawks outlast the Flames 4-3. Penguins get by the Coyotes 4-1. The Blues blank the Wild 3-zip. And the Maple Leafs get past the Flyers 6-2. And the Bruins beat up on the Ducks 7-1. In the NBA yesterday... The Sixers get another win, get back on the winning track. Excuse me. Uh, they take that game over the Pistons, 123 to 111. The Blazers fall to the Raptors, 117 to 105. The Pacers get by the Hornets, 116 to 111. The Heat fall in a close one to the Brooklyn Nets, 102 101. The Grizzlies get over on the Jazz, 123 118. The Mavs fall to the Thunder, 120 to 109. Timberwolves get by the Rockets 104 96. 
The Suns fall to the Cavs, 112-98. And the Hawks go to L.A. and get by the Clippers, 112-108. Those are your NBA scores from yesterday. I'll have schedules for today, uh, NHL, NBA, and uh, NCAA championship game title game is tonight as well. And I'll also give you the wild card schedules after we go through talking about how the NFL playoffs have been set. Moving on to final week of the regular season, week 18 of the NFL regular season. Going back to Saturday, January the 7th, Kansas City 31, Las Vegas 30, 13. Tennessee falls to Jacksonville 20 to 16. Moving into yesterday's games. Baltimore at Cincinnati. Cincinnati takes that game 27-16. Tampa Bay falls to Atlanta in Atlanta 30-17. Buffalo gets by in a miraculous game. It's a crazy, crazy game for Buffalo. If you didn't see it, get somewhere and check the highlights and, and look at that game. Buffalo takes that 35-23. Minnesota gets by Chicago 29-13. Houston just gets by Indianapolis 32-31. And a what I would say a sleeper, a weird odd score for the NFL. This is more like a baseball score or something. The Miami Dolphins get by the New York Jets 11-6. Carolina beats New Orleans 10-7. Pittsburgh gets by Cleveland 28-14. The Chargers fall to the Broncos, 31-28. Philadelphia gets by the Giants, securing their number one seed, 22-16. San Francisco beats up on Arizona, 38-13. In overtime, the Rams fall to Seattle, and Seattle gets into the playoffs, 19-16 in overtime again. The Dallas Cowboys fall to the Washington Commanders yesterday, 26 Six and it in the nightcap last night, Green Bay gets bumped out of the playoffs 2016 to the hands of the Detroit Lions. That's your NFL scores for that. There, so I got some Instagram action. Tony Gregory, four, thanks for joining and tuning in. I'm waving at you right now. My guy, Mighty, always tuning in, waved at you as well. So stay tuned, guys. Listen. We got NFL playoffs are upon us, uh, and this is where we are. This is a time that a lot of us um, look forward to, um, a time that is a lot of fun for most of us. Um, you know, most of us, I say that, and I mean that if your team is in the playoffs. If your team didn't make the playoffs, obviously it's not that nice of a time for you. Um in some instances, I'm sure some of the people could probably care less if their team is not in the playoffs. But nonetheless, we definitely have some playoff football to discuss and to talk about. So, uh, not a lot of people, but I saw some stuff this morning um, as I'm perusing social media, getting my thoughts and everything together, my notes for this morning. And, you know, there are some people... Um, who always seem to revel in the faults, the mishaps, or whatever, um, if you will, of Philadelphia Eagles and several other Philadelphia teams. So while we're hot now, we're talking Eagles and we're talking football, we want to stay on the Eagles' focus. There's a lot of people that uh, 
went into and discussed or had comments about yesterday's game in reference to, oh, well, this is that and whatever. Um, They just barely got by and, and yeah, yeah. So you look at that game yesterday. And, of course, like I mentioned last week and like I mentioned on Thursday, the Eagles needed that game ultimately. It came down to that. You know, like I said, we had going back the last three games of the season, we had three opportunities to get one. Um, I saw one Cowboys fan that said, yeah, y'all had three chances to get one, but they got the one. So it really doesn't matter if they had three, if they had one, if they had seven chances to get one. They only needed to get one. Just didn't happen when they wanted it to, but bottom line, they got the one that they needed. So, again, game the last game of the season meant a lot more to the Eagles than it did to the Giants yesterday. That, hence, the Giants rested a lot of their starters yesterday, giving them rest for the playoffs. And, again, the Giants have to play on wild card weekend, so their season is continuing. So, yesterday's game going into their first game of the playoffs is basically like another week of the season. They're going to prepare for it like they would prepare during the season from week to week, but it's just more intense because it's a playoff game now instead of a regular season game. So they rested a lot of players, and but you have to look at it, and it was mentioned, I think, at one point um, by one of the commentators yesterday that you have these guys now, your second-team stringers, your third-string guys, that are going to be playing pretty much the entire game. And these guys are now being given their opportunity to shine. So they know going into the playoffs, their time, playing time will be limited, very, very limited, if any at all. So this last game, they've got to put some stuff on film. In the event that something happens in the offseason, they don't get re-signed, they get waived, yada, yada, yada. They put on some tape or they even put on some tape for their coaching staff or their current teams to see where they are, how they have progressed through the season. So they're coming and they're bringing everything. Um, You look on the other side of the ball, the Eagles team, they're getting their MVP back, Jalen Hurts, who could very arguably have been very rusty. And we saw he was a little rusty. He's out two weeks. And you see the difference. Like, Like I always try to tell people and remind people, um, Jason, thanks for tuning in. Cause oh, I like to remind people that you can do certain things in practice, but it can only give you so much of what you're looking for because you're playing against your teammates and your teammates know what you're doing. You got to get it in under some live bullets. Like I always like to say. So with that being said, you have some practices where Jalen Hurts was looking good. And we kept getting those reports towards the end of the week, moving into yesterday's game. But, of course, they played two games without him. One, pretty decent. Second one, not so great. So there was like that roller coaster, that real speed bump. And it was kind of like they hit that speed bump where they didn't know it was coming and they just didn't slow down and get over. They just kept rolling and boom, they did. And, it, you know, whatever. Everybody's done that before, I'm sure. So we know what I'm talking about. You know how it feels. And they get Jalen Hurts back. So there's going to be some kinks. There's going to be a little rust, you know. I think they worked it out. Um, I think he got into somewhat of a rhythm. I also think it was good that that game was needed because he can get back into a rhythm with a week off going into the playoff playoffs as opposed to being off for about a month and then going into 
the playoffs. So now you've got him getting the game back, getting in, getting some rhythm, getting some continuity. Now you can get him back into practice, and you can slow walk him into practice a little bit. And I think that was what they did yesterday with the game plan and where they wanted to bring him in to get him under some game time to, to get some rhythm and some more to regain that continuity with his teammates. But I also think they wanted to protect him a little bit. Because when I noticed, and I was talking to somebody else yesterday, I said I didn't see a lot of RPOs. And just me, I kind of felt like you kind of you wanted to get him into the right rhythm. I felt like you kind of had to throw some in there. But you had to put stipulations on those RPOs. Like, if you're not going to give it, if you're going to pull it out, first chance you get to slide, First chance you get to run out of bounds, you get out of bounds. And once you're taking these hits, and I felt like that would have gotten him into a better rhythm quicker than yesterday. And, I mean, you know, you also think about the team and where you are and what the injury is. Um, and sometimes you just have a small part in your back memory of the long term of this injury. And fortunately enough for him, it was not one of those injuries that, was very serious although because of the because of the injury and where the injury was sustained it could somewhere later in his career become a nagging injury um but i don't think it's gonna bother him right now um because he's kind of like a freak in nature and he's gonna play and whatever so i don't think it's really gonna bother him too much right now but you look at yesterday's stats um jalen hurts yesterday in his return 20 of 35, 229 yards, no touchdowns thrown, one interception. The interception threw it in a double coverage. Um, it was in the end zone. So, I don't know how to explain that, but, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you can easily chalk it up as some of that was still some rust where – he maybe didn't place the ball where where he should have, um, where he wanted to place it. You can probably go a different bunch of different angles in that situation, but nonetheless, it was the interception, and it really didn't factor into the game much. But they didn't score any points off of that turnover. So, um, then you on the other side, you look at you had Davis Webb, um, a quarterback who had never thrown a pass in the NFL, getting his first start. He ultimately ended up 23 of 40 for 168 yards and one touchdown. So he ultimately threw his first pass. We knew that was going to happen anyway, but he ultimately got also got his first um, rushing touchdown and his first throwing touchdown as a starting QB in the NFL yesterday against the Philadelphia Eagles. But again, like we said, really didn't matter much. Um, it kept them in the game a little bit. But again, like I said, to someone I post, someone had a poster up earlier. Ugly win, a win no less. The Eagles will fix some things up, clean some things up, and get ready for the playoffs. Um, you know, you know, the biggest thing I think about them having the bye is they have that week off, so they have that two week time frame where they have time to fix things and within themselves, and then they can focus on whoever their opponent is. Um, so I think they'll be prepared for their first game. Uh, I am anxious for the weekend to see how this thing plays out. 
Um, I'm going to give you the matchups in just a second. But, you know, again, like I started this whole segment with this Eagles in the playoffs where people are like, oh, well, the Eagles this and this and that was an ugly win and they better get it fixed. Well, they'll get it fixed. And, and a lot of that was fans of teams that have not made the playoffs. Um, and then again, like I said, there's always some type of form of hate or, or dissension amongst towards the Philly teams from all over the place. Um, even with some people that even live in the city um, that may not even be diehard other team fans just it is what it is it happens you know I've learned to live with it deal with it uh, I don't really like it you know I don't have to like it but I understand what it is and I accept it for what it is it's just that for me but you know the number one seed is a blessing um I think they earned it you know uh like I said, all season long, they were playing and they did things that good teams do to win games. Some people say they struggled against the Colts. Yeah, they did. Struggled against the Lions early in the season. They did. Struggled against the Texans. They did. But all three of those games, they ultimately ended up winning. And that's what I meant when I said they're beginning to show you that they are becoming one of those teams, one of those good teams, a really good team. And, and you think the freak shoulder injury that we didn't hear about until the after the game and he played that entire Chicago game barring that freak injury ideally you could think that the Eagles could have went 16 and 1 you know i mean that that Washington Commanders game take it for what it is was a legit loss they they just didn't show up that night they they Whatever happened that night, it wasn't their night. Washington came out like they were supposed to play and handed them their first loss. So that was like a legit loss in my book. The other two late in the season, like we said, you didn't have your starting quarterback, your MVP. Two games that you still could have won. Um, the Dallas game, you gave up 40 points on defense. You had four turnovers, but you still had a chance late in that game to win. The New Orleans Saints game, your defense got better later and as the game progressed. Your defense only gave up a total of 13 points. Barring that pick six, you arguably could have had a chance to win that game. So you think about it, like I said, and you, you figure playing devil's advocate, if you will, or just looking back, and you could argue that they could have ended up 16-1 and in a 17-game season this year. But... It is what it is, and, you know, they are where they are, 14-3, and three, another superb record. The only other team matching that is the AFC champs, um, the number one seed in the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs. And immediately a lot of people are saying, oh, the Eagles Chiefs, we're going to get to see Andy Reid in the Super Bowl. And basically, listen, you know, I, I like all that talk. Got to get there first. It's Super Bowl's not tomorrow, and it don't just it's not just just because these two teams got the top two records, they automatically go to the Super Bowl. You still gotta play games, you still got other teams that are gonna get in and fight. And you got you gotta get there. So we will definitely um see what happens. So moving on to the playoff picture. In the AFC, like I just mentioned, the Kansas City Chiefs, 
are the number one seed, um, so they get the bye in the AFC. The number two seed is the Buffalo Bills. The three seed, the uh, Bengals. Uh, and the Bills were thirteen and three. That mind that one game short because of that cancellation game. They lost over the Bengals, twelve and four at the number three with that cancellation game. So they're one game less. The Jaguars at number four under under first year head coach there, Doug Peterson, nine and eight, get in at the number four. The Chargers at ten and seven are the number five seed. Also at ten and seven, the number six seed, the Raiders, Ravens. I'm sorry, and then the number seven, just sneaking in, if you will, the Miami Dolphins, also at nine and eight. In the East, and if East, you hear me? I'm thinking basketball because it is key enterprises. My mind, my guy. Thanks for tuning in, good brother, all the way from Texas. So in the NFC, Eagles get the number one seed, fourteen and three record overall. Amongst all the shifting and whatever, whatever could happen here and all the possibilities, 49ers ultimately uh, grabbed that number two seed, 13-4. and four. The Vikings, but they're up and down, and we never know who's going to show up. Fall to number three, 13-4 was their record. The Bucks are at number four, surprisingly 8-9. They have the worst record of the teams in the playoffs, but they won their division. That's how they got Number four seed, their record eight and nine. The number five, the twelve Cowboys at twelve and five. Number six, the Giants at nine, seven, and one. And number seven, making the push late in the season, getting in under Geno Smith. Seahawks, nine and eight, get in at the number seven seed in the playoffs. So, you know how this thing goes. The number one seeds get the bye. The other six teams play in the wild card weekend. Once that weekend gets done, the highest remain, the lowest, let me say this. Yeah, the lowest remaining seed will go to the number one seed. The other teams will play each other with the highest seed being the home team. All right? That's how you got that. I hope you understood that. And I hope you took your time to get to understand that so folks i am gonna take a quick break all right i'm gonna take a quick break um i money 1587 join waving at you too thanks for tuning in i'm gonna take a quick break when i come back we're gonna be doing simultaneous again we're gonna go back instagram live so everybody stay tuned so you can look for the alert when i go back live also facebook just to make sure you have your alerts on so you'll know when i come back and folks Sports Rap Podcast right here on Heat 100 Radio. It is your boy, Sports Rap D. I will see y'all in just a second. Excuse the music. Like I said, there were some technical difficulties, so the music is definitely not where I wanted it to be, but I will get something in there for you guys before I get back and get to it. Sports Rap Podcast LLC is the group page. You already knew that. You already know that. And this is where you are. This is where you need to be. So we are back. We are also simultaneous on IG Live. So get over there at SportsRap underscore D if you don't do the Facebook thing. If you don't tune in to tune in and get us on the audio, you can get my face and some audio on Instagram if you need to. Again, again at SportsRap underscore D. So I left off, we were talking about the NFL playoffs. Um, I money 
Don't have it. Don't have time. 007. Thank you too for joining in. I appreciate the support. So, again, we talked about the NFL. We talked about the playoffs. Like I said, we know the playoffs start uh, Saturday. It's coming Saturday. Um, I think the playoffs are going to be pretty exciting. Um, you know, um, it, it's one of those times, like I said, at the beginning of the show, it's one of those times of the year where people get really excited. Um, you know, the Super Bowl, like we said, is the most talked about, the most celebrated pretty much sporting event in America, in the United States of the year. You know, other countries have bigger what they're going to, but here in the U.S. considered Super Bowl is the biggest sporting event of the year. It takes a lot to get there. And when we talked about the Eagles all throughout the season, I was one who I told a lot of people that I was never, never really on the bandwagon for them to be undefeated. I didn't want them to be undefeated, um, you know, because a lot comes with that. A lot more than what they're going through now comes with that. So I was actually glad that they didn't go undefeated. All in all, like I just mentioned in the last segment, I still felt like, barring that injury, that they could have went approximately 16-1. and one. But again, I also mentioned that that one game that they lost to the Washington Commanders was a game that they lost. They just did not bring it that night, that particular game, and it showed, and Washington took that game. It is what it is. Um, you know, it happens. People have started. Key Enterprises, thanks for coming back. People immediately, I'm going to wave at you anyway, people immediately um, were like, oh, here they go. Like, what's going to happen now? Are they going to be able to do this? Are they going to be able to do that? But like, like I said, things like that happen. Um, and and um, actually, again, for me, I was glad that it happened. Like I said, I didn't really like the last the two losses late in the season because, again, I felt like, in my opinion, uh I wanted, for me, and this is just my fandom, not because of what I do. It was just my fandom. I had my fan hat on for a little bit. I wanted it to be against the Cowboys. And like I said, it would have been sweet to wrap up that number one seed there. You can rest Jalen Hurts somewhat in the last two games of the season, one of those two games if you would. And it would have been just a lot more sweeter with getting that number one seed over the Cowboys because of that rivalry between Philly and Dallas and the Eagles and the Cowboys and all that jazz. And you understand where I'm getting at. So it didn't happen that way. Like I said, it, it turned out to be different. But again, the ultimate goal was set. One of the ultimate goals was set so far to get the number one seed. They got the number one seed yesterday. Like I said, it was an ugly win yesterday. And a lot of people that do not like the Eagles – that consistently and persistently talk trash about the Eagles, fans of other teams, will always have fun with those types of games. But the bottom line is you can have all the fun you want, you can talk all the trash you want about that particular game and how it was played. Bottom line, ultimate outcome was what, what they wanted. They got the win and they got the number one seed. So that's the bottom line. So like I say, you know, when people talk and they say, oh, well, this game was ugly, or well, they only lost, they only won by this. And, you know, listen, when you're playing sports, when that clock hits all zeros at the end, okay, you only have to have one more point than the other team, and you get what? A win. 
a W. Whatever you want, however you want to say, you get the win. So the Eagles did enough to get that win. Although, again, I admit as a fan and as analyzer, commentator, whatever, podcast host, of course, I, I analyze stuff differently um, than some other people. And, yes, I admitted it. It was an ugly game yesterday. It was ugly. Uh, some of the plays that ended up being that ended up breaking down um where Jalen Hurts had to kind of throw the ball away a few times and, and and things of that nature. So, you know, I totally get it. I totally got that. Um and it's weird because those guys again, like I said, people are like, oh well he ran away. These guys are trying to make teams. They're trying to maintain their status on their team or move up. They're trying to show film or get some work on film so other teams can look at them and possibly offer them a contract if they don't end up with that same team. So it's a lot that went on yesterday, even with the Giants resting their starters. And the Giants rested their starters, good for them. Because they've got to play uh the Giants will play Sunday. So like I said, they're prepped now. Although it may be just a touch more intense, is similar to, or has a very has a lot of similarities to preparing for a next game in the regular season because it's the next week. It's not like you got a week off, you got some time. They got to go next week, so they're preparing like it's a st- extension of the regular season, which it is, and we all know that. They just call it the playoffs. It means more, but their preparation, like I said, although it will probably be a little bit more intense is going to have some similarities to a week-to-week preparation. Again, on the flip side for KC and for uh, Philadelphia, for the Eagles, difference here is now you've got two weeks. So you've got a week. And in, in the case of the Eagles, like I mentioned earlier, you have the time to fix the things that you need to fix within yourself. And then you have time to prepare who for who your next opponent um may possibly be um folks i got two people tuned in on facebook i don't know who you are i need you to definitely um chime in for me give me a sign let me know something um yeah key enterprises keep telling people let them know these let them get on the instagram live too as well also get over to the instagram folks you know i get y'all here on facebook every monday every other thursday i get y'all on instagram and social media all week long but i definitely definitely need you all to get over to youtube sports rap tv right kel money homie thanks for tuning in get over to youtube search sports rap tv all right when you get there you know what to do the simple stuff thing you do to all the other pages you like on youtube hit the subscribe button check out the videos there's over 300 videos over there all right so y'all can check out whatever y'all want some most recent stuff within the end of the year up until now you can go back to years beyond if you want to just check out how i've progressed and some things that i've done over the past there are interviews up there and stuff like that so you just check that out but again do the basics go search it sports rap tv Hit that subscribe button first. Then you start taking your search and you look through some videos. Listen, hit the thumbs up on the videos that you like. Leave me some comments, if you will. And then hit that bell so you know when new 
video is up because i always tell you when i upload some stuff i always let you know that it's up as far as on the audio and the video as well but i need y'all to get to that youtube like i said y'all are great on instagram facebook um and on the audio like i said iheart spreaker y'all are great there i'm getting some response there and everything the tiktok is getting a lot of views for certain posts so uh ls lqs 125 1225 thanks for tuning in um so you know uh lqs 1225 just joined type in real quick let me know where you're from i'm assuming you are from the d because i saw my guy key enterprise i saw my guy mikey um add you in and you know tag you in it so just let me know if i'm correcting that let me know where you are so i can give you a proper shout out but then thanks for tuning in as always and mike key enterprises always always thanks for tuning in to you for you just as i thought appreciate you for responding to me dallas in the building so i see that folks we got some friends from all the way across the other side in dallas and you know we talking eagles football we talking playoff football so now that i got the guys here from dallas and while i'm waiting for my interviewer to call in i'm gonna have what i may say and what some other viewers might say is a little bit of fun with the Dallas Cowboys. But I'm kind of going to be talking about Dak. And I know Mike, um, Key Enterprises, I know he's going to give it to me straight with no chaser. Um, because we've talked before, we've talked about the Cowboys and stuff before. We talked about who I'm getting ready to go into before. But looking at the season down the stretch... And yes, I know he was injured earlier in the season. Yes, I do I do understand that. Totally get that. That's not um losing my thought process. It's not hindering my thought process. But where I'm going is since I have you guys here, LQS twelve twenty five, um, let's see. You yeah, key enterprises. Um there's another one that hasn't chimed in yet at Jones Nippy twenty eight. But for Mike and Key Enterprise and LQS1225. Question for you. What is your take on the play of your quarterback, if you both are Cowboys fans, uh, Dak Prescott, over the past month? Okay. I woke up this morning, and in preparation for today's show, you know, I always catch up, and I always like to hear what the mainstream media is talking about and what they're saying. And then I decide whether I want to bring some of that stuff to my platform. And then when I do, I make sure that I go through it before I get here. And I give it my spiel and I understand what they said and I make sure I have my thoughts in order. So a lot of, quite a few people um, were making the claim that Mr. Prescott has not played well for basically like the last month or so. Um, when I heard that, I immediately, as I do, I started running games through my head. I, the first game that came to my head was the Eagles game. Um, that started out a little slow for him, but for my, in my opinion, he picked it up a little bit. But again, like I said, he got a lot of help from the defense and from the Eagles with the four turnovers and whatnot. And then again, you didn't put us away. We still had a fighting chance, a, a puncher's chance to win that game. 
at the end with our backup quarterback. And that was what some, not you two guys, but they, that's what I got from a lot of Dallas Cowboys, other Dallas Cowboys fans that I know when we beat you guys the first time. Y'all beat us with a backup. We played a backup quarterback, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Well, that game wasn't as close as the second game with our backup quarterback. So, again, like I mentioned to all those people when I saw those posts and those comments, was good for the goose is good for the gander. That's all I'm saying on that. But you look at some games that he struggled in where talking about quarterback play, so for anyone else that's tuned in, Besides my guys from Dallas that may want to try and jump in and immediately say, oh, well, the Eagles struggle with this team, too. And this and that and the third. We're talking about quarterback play. And I'll even talk a little bit about that since I know some people may be thinking that and may chime in and add it in and may not. They might just be thinking it. But to clear a little bit of that up for people that might be thinking it, Cowboys struggled with the Texans. Yes. The Eagles struggled with the Texans. Yes. Overall, when you look at those two games, the Eagles team, as far as overall offense, execution, things of that nature, and this is everybody included, including the quarterback, and also on the defensive side, there was some execution issues. Team, line, secondary, linebackers, whatever. There was team on both sides of the ball. For the Cowboys side, in that matchup with the same team, a lot of media members will pick in pride, and then they'll pick and say that Dak didn't have a good game that day. That's why the Cowboys struggled in that game. But their bottom line is the fact that Dak has not been playing well over the past month. And I kind of... I won't sit here and say I 100% agree because I don't follow them that much, but I see what I see. I will say, though, that I understand where they are with those types of comments, and I understand what I've seen. So, again, I, I won't say that he's bad uh let's see there lauren thanks for tuning in good morning good afternoon now to you uh, rather um so yeah he's not been at his best i won't play it as hard as like the mainstream media has played it um because i take it for what it is i know i know what it is like i'm a firm believer and some people will take this however you take it. But I definitely need to see him perform in the playoffs. Because another thing that has been said where the issue with Dallas and the issue with losing that game yesterday and the fashion that they lost that game yesterday. Because everybody talked about how the Eagles game was ugly, but the Eagles still won. Nobody's talking about how ugly that Cowboys game was in a loss. Let's just go there for a second. okay? But nonetheless, yes, an ugly loss. Um, very disturbing to owner Jerry Jones, as I saw some clips of his, his press conferences and interviews after the game. So there's been a joke like running that like if the Cowboys go to the playoffs and 
if they either go out early in an ugly way or, or something happens and they don't win a game in the playoffs, they're saying that uh, Sean Payton could be the next coach like immediately after that. Um, I never, uh, Lauren, thank you. Thank you for those kind words and that support. I appreciate that. Um, the Cowboys issues, in my opinion, quite a bit are their owner. Like I, I understand what he could possibly be thinking but when it begins to flow and come out and becomes to the and comes to the surface it gets like something happens before he starts talking and once once he starts talking he he goes wherever he wants to go but then after the fact like you realize like oh all right I know what he meant now but it's confusing but I think some of their problem a lot of times is him because I think he's too invited and I understand as an owner, you want to have a relationship with your coaches, staff, your front office guys, your players, especially your star players, if you have star players on your team, or your superstar players, if you have them on your team as well. But you have to have a limit in how far you go. I honestly, again, I honestly think and believe that a lot of Dallas's problems, hence, come from their owner, um, in a sense, because he is like a menace to them, if you will. Um, you know, I don't understand how he keeps this going, and, and it's always something. And again, you know, but that getting back to um, to Dak, like he hasn't won. Um, in the playoffs, I don't believe it. Maybe one win in the playoffs um, doesn't usually perform well in the playoffs either. Uh, so, listen, we'll, we'll see. You know, um, okay, so I got my guy, Mike Key Enterprise. He, said he agrees with what I'm saying. So, yeah, like I said, you know, like I said, I was never truly a big fan of Dak. But after... The draft when he came out and he became there at the time he was labeled as their franchise quarterback. Um, again, I wasn't truly sold on him, but again, just watching at the time the coaching staff that was there, what he did, which was there, I figured and I caught up and I said, Oh, well, maybe he could be good for them. He was pretty good for him, you know, hasn't really won anything for him, but he seems to be good for them. Current problem I see, number two problem I see with the Cowboys, and I don't know Key Enterprise, Mike, I don't know if you, I keep calling you Mike because that's how I know you, Key Enterprise, I know who you are. Um, so problem number two I see, and I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this one, uh, Mike, the coach, Mike McCarthy. I was never a big Mike McCarthy fan. Um, people may debate or argue that, oh, look at his record when he was in Green Bay. Look at the roster he had in Green Bay. Look at the quarterback he had in Green Bay 
compared to the quarterback he has now in Dallas. In Green Bay, when McCarthy was there, that roster was better than Cowboys roster, in my opinion, and what he's working with with the Cowboys now, in my opinion. But ultimately, he ended up getting fired from there because it went south. He kind of got, like, stagnant. And it was it's, it's almost like I mentioned about the situation with Doug Peterson and Andy Reid as coaches here, where we go back to Andy Reid, and a lot of things I said about that situation was at the time when Andy Reid was let go, it was just time. Um, if you will, that marriage just was done, and it needed to be completed. So they moved on, and, and that's how that played out. Then you flip it, and you get into the Doug Peterson era, and Andy Reid got us to the Super Bowl, didn't win it. You turn around. Doug Peterson comes in in a shorter span of time, gets you to the Super Bowl, but does get you over the hump and win the Super Bowl. And then there's that decline, that Super Bowl hangover. And we saw that this year with the Rams. The Rams had, I think, one of the worst Super Bowl hangovers this year uh, than, than anybody. Um, let's see. LQS1225. He says, we need better play calling. I think most of the problem is Kellen Moore. Didn't think about that. Good, good, solid point, um, LQS1225. Uh, didn't think about that. I didn't even factor that in to the equation, but you see him more than me, so you would know. And I, and I, and I agree with that. Um, that could be another, that could be number three. You know, I went to one and two, that could be number three. But I see what you're saying, and I understand um, what you're getting at when you say that. But, again, where I was at with the Doug Peterson thing, you know, it, it went, started to go south. And then the ties had to be severed. You know, that marriage was over. It was over like that. And that happens in coaches and coaching realms in all different sports. You have very unique situations where there's only bit like the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, where these greetings, good brother, who is this here? Is this could be, is that my guy, Richard Drummond? Uh, I think that's him on the Facebook live. But those marriages, have, and it happens frequently, not frequently, but it happens enough in the coaching realms in all professional sports. There, but there are like some unique situations where teams or franchises or organizations have coaches for long periods of time. Like Pittsburgh has had coaches for the long, long, long I think they've had like three coaches. So like that's like a super extended period of time. Other teams have changed season to season, season and a half to season, whatever. But we know it changes and we know how it goes and we know what goes on in, in that um entire situation and whatnot so being in that situation you now look at Nick Sirianni in his second year could possibly make the Super Bowl um, Nick Sirianni is also leading the way for coach of the year right now in the NFL which I think would be a great a great and solid award for him I think it's well deserving um, listen, my guy just chimed in. We're going to finish up with this doubt. You're going to continue to doubt. He says he thinks that, um, the play calling of Kellen Moore is part of the problem. Again, I agree with him. I said, I didn't even think about that. Um, 
initially, but I did see how that can factor into the equation because just speaking in terms of football and like I said, podcasting, analyzing what I see and what I do. And a lot of times, sometimes I do get a little biased because of my teams, but I still got to give you straight with no chaser. And I always tell you, I give it to you straight with no chaser. Sports as we see it, and I always give credit where credit is due. But getting to this, this could be um, number three as well. Um, I see somebody, two people chiming in, timing. I see the comments. I see the emojis, and I saw the one good brother. The one good brother, good morning. I thought pretty sure it was Richard Drummond. Whoever you two are, just type in um, a hey and let me know your name so I can give you a proper um, shout-out on air when you check back in. But um, where was I? See, I keep losing my thought. I'm getting all this support and this love, and I appreciate it. Uh, oh, Kellen Moore. Yeah, he could be. You've got a situation in Dallas where you've got two running backs that you can use um, – pretty much at your will almost like what the Eagles have in their three and Kenny Gainwell, Boston Scott and Miles Sanders. But you've got two where you can switch up the pace. You've got a bigger back and Ezekiel Elliott, who's been pretty solid for you. Uh, okay. Good afternoon. Nate Phillips Williams. Thank you for letting me know you were here. Appreciate you. Good brother. Uh, the other person that's tuned in, please, please shoot back in and let me know who you are. I'm acknowledging you, but I need to know who you are so you can get the proper one just like um, Nate just got. So, yeah, you've got Tony Pollard and you've got Ezekiel Elliott. Like I said, Ezekiel Elliott's been there. He's been major, basically the staple running back for you. But you have that change of pace now where Tony Pollard is beginning or for argument, for debate, has come into his own. So where I thought before real quick and, and i'm gonna get back to your point real quick i think yeah so lqs 1225 you do have a legit um it's a legit statement there okay coach lowell thank you for letting me know who you are good brother appreciate you um so you got to use both of those running backs because you can use tony pollard in the play in the passing game you can use zeke in the passing game a little bit but you get a little bit more out of tony pollard in the passing game than you do with zeke um just backtracking a little bit again and some of the things I said about Dak one of the some of the reasons I said that he was good for you guys was because of the running back play of Zeke when he when they first started um but then Zeke had some of those times where he was up and down a little bit and then Zach Zach Dak had to use his arm more and it didn't work out so well so I kind of think that's where people are right now where for some reason the running game isn't being utilized um like they expected, like for the, some of the things that I just said with the two running backs and the play designs have been more to have Dak have the ball in his hands to try and win games for you. And he's proven that without that running game, he struggles in that aspect. So yes, Kellen Moore could be number three. The play calling could, could be better. It could be more solid um, than it is. So we are reaching 12-15, and we are having some good dialogue here, some good conversation. Um, like I said, I'm talking to my guys from Dallas. So since I gave you guys here 
from Dallas, Mike and LQS2025. We're going to stay here a little bit. We're going to keep talking this, and, and we're going to get through um, the day. You guys round out Wild Card Weekend next Monday night, 8-15 against the alleged GOAT in Tampa Bay. How do you guys feel about that game going into that game? Uh, while I'm waiting for you guys to chime in, I'll go. So, again, I'm talking Dallas Cowboys, Tampa Bay Buccaneers next Monday. Um, I think that game is going to be somewhat of a slow game because, like we heard, Dak is not playing very well right now. hasn't been playing well for the last month. The Buccaneers and Tom Brady also have not been playing well for about the past month. So you, you kind of look at this matchup, this 4-5 matchup, as a kind of even. Like if you were betting, you know, it would be this would be one of those games where you would arguably stay away from. Because where these two teams are right now going in, um, they could be, case okay, so I think this is Lowell or whoever it is, 24-13 is the prediction from Dallas losing. Uh, let me know who you were that chimed in. Y'all got to keep telling me. Cause my, I switched up a little bit today, Lowell and um, Nate. So just let me know when y'all turn. Just put your name in there or something when you say who what you're saying. But, yeah, 24-13, I got one prediction, Tampa Bay winning at home. I can see that. Uh, again, I don't know how healthy that was Nate. Okay, 24-13, Nate, good, good prediction. I don't know how healthy the Cowboys' defense is right now. Apparently, it is not that healthy. They struggled yesterday. They gave up 26 points to Washington yesterday and only scored, what, six themselves? Let me see. What was that score again? Yeah. Where, where, where is it? Yes, yeah, 26-6. So that means the offense didn't do anything. Defense didn't do anything. And now you go into the playoffs and you go into – and Tampa Bay lost yesterday, too, but Tampa Bay really didn't have much to play for yesterday. They were already in and pretty much locked into that number four seed. Uh, but the Cowboys, with all the scenarios that played out the way um, things could have played out, still arguably going into yesterday's game, had a chance to win a division and possibly the number one seed. But we all saw what happened. It didn't play out that way. Uh, let's see, LQS1225 on the gram. He said, I love it. I love it. It will be slow, but I think our defense will show up and play. Um, I think we will defeat Brady this time and win by three. That's a close game, and I think it's going to be a close game, but I, I definitely – and I can see that. Um, like I said, I'm not 100% sure um, how healthy – your um defense is right now i know your, your guy your stud michael parsons had that club on his hand a few weeks ago i don't know how that's healing i don't know how that's working out for him you had a couple guys other guys that were out so hopefully they got some rest and they can get back in because for me like one like i said if i want to play if i got to play you guys i, I don't want to be I'm a, a firm believer of if, if I have a team that I like and I like another and we dislike another team I always want to play you at full strength you know, um, like I said, you get – we know professional sports injuries happen. You don't know when they're going to happen. You try your best to to lessen the injuries. You know, you try to sustain when injuries happen. But, again, you never know when they happen. 
So, but that's just me. When I'm a fan of a team, like when I go Eagles, Cowboys, you know, I'll take it for what it is because I understand the nature of the sport and injuries happen. But I always want to go full strength against full strength. That way we can do what we do as fans and I can do what I do here. But I think that's the best way for us to um, sustain that rivalry and keep that thing going. But again, yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. Like um, Nate said, it was going to be 24-13. I don't think it's going to be that much because, like I said, I'm not sure of how healthy the Cowboys' defense is. I'm not sure if they'll come in with maybe a slight chip on their shoulder because of the points and the way they played again um, in against the um, uh, the last game. The last game against uh, – who did they just play? Um, against the Commanders. So I don't know if they'll come in, you know, ready to play or with a chip on their shoulder or anything like that, but we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I think – Looking at this, um, and I'll give my picks of who I think um, will take these games. I'm not going to give scores as far as numbers, but I'll give you um, who I think will win these games in the wild card when we get to that portion of the show, which will be coming up real soon. It's 12:20. I mean, we covered a lot today, and it's it's great um, that I switched up. You know, I like the fact that I switched up. I like the feedback. I like the interaction I'm getting on Instagram. So I appreciate you guys for that. And again, all the way from Texas. So shout outs to them. Um my guy Key Enterprises on Instagram. Um and other Instagram is LQS1225. So thank you two guys for that. Um Nate and Lowell Rich, anybody else that tuned in on Facebook that did not chime in, whatever, thank you for tuning in and I know you're there. Uh listen, tonight is NCAA title game. NCAA title game. Texas Christian University ranked number three. Versus number one, Georgia, 7.30 p.m. on ESPN. Talking a little bit about this game and thinking a little bit about this game while we progress uh, and proceed on. Shout out to my guy, Baldy, my partner first, who couldn't be here with me today. But a few years back, if you remember, and this is why I want you guys to get over to YouTube. Because um, you can uh, get over there and you can go back and you can check the video where we talked about TCU. It was about two years ago. With TCU, we felt like had a very solid record and should have been in. And because of their conference and, and all this other jazz that they put into the selection stuff, they didn't make it in. But this year they made it in, and they beat Michigan. So now they face off for the title tonight against Georgia. We talked a little bit about this game last week. And, um, okay, um, wow, Nate Williams is predicting an upset that Minnesota loses. Minnesota... Yeah, listen, if I'm Minnesota, Nate, I agree with you. I may not want to play the Giants. Just like when Frank was here last week, he talked about it, and he kind of got a little antsy. He didn't want to play the Seahawks. So that's who y'all get in the first round. So we'll see how Brock Purdy does in his first playoff game, his first career start in the playoffs. We'll see what happens with that. But, yeah, this TCU team is a team that I'm impressed with. It's a team that I'm a little surprised. Um but not as much as impressed because, like I said, they had some stuff a couple years ago and we think we, myself and Baldy, felt like they got shortchanged and got bumped out and didn't get in. But now they proved it and they got in and they did what they had to do. And like I mentioned to Frank, I still think that Georgia's going to edge them out in the title game, but I think it's going to be a very, very good game and I know that they're not going to just go and lay down and fold. They're going to fight to the very end. I feel it. I see it. 
So I hope everybody enjoys the game again. That's the NCAA College Football Playoff National Championship game tonight. 7.30 p.m. ESPN, number three, TCU versus number one, defending champion, Georgia. Also tonight in the NHL, you got the Flyers and Buffalo to take on the Sabres, the Predators and the Senators, the Kraken and the Canadians, the Oilers and the Kings. In the NBA, folks, you have got, let me see, I'm going to get you your NBA scores in just a second. Um, doing some things here. Yeah, so your NBA, okay, Nate says an upset, TCU 35, Georgia 31. I'm going to keep you, humbled you to that. Um, okay, these my guys from Texas, of course. I was waiting for you to chime in. Key Enterprises and my guy Mike to go TCU. I would love to see you guys win. Like I said, I am a fan. You know, I'm a growing fan. I'm not a true fan yet, but I'm a growing fan. And, and I think um, I think that I'll be a little bit bigger fan after the night. Win or lose, I think I'll be a little bit bigger fan. Because like I said, I'm growing. Like I said, I saw what they could possibly be a couple years back when I felt like they got cheated. And then they just had the determination to keep fighting and wait for their turn, and now they got their turn. And, and, and I believe that, you know, they can do some things. And like I said, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. If they lose, it's not going to be by a lot, okay? So, in the NBA tonight, you got Pelicans, Wizards, Bulls, Celtics, Bucks, Knicks, Spurs, Grizzlies, Lakers, Nuggets, and Magic Kings. And, folks, NFL playoff picture. Playoffs begin Saturday. All right, Saturday, you've got 4.30, Seahawks at the 49ers, and 8.15, Chargers and Jags. In that game, game one, it's a tough pick for me, but I'm going to go upset there. I'm going to go Seahawks just because, okay, Chargers, Jags. I'm going to go Chargers um, just because I think that they're a little bit more experienced as far as players um, and, and in their time in the league. Uh, Sunday, January 15th, next Sunday, Dolphins at Bills at 1, Giants, Vikings, 430, Ravens, Bengals, 815. Dolphins, Bills, of course, I like the Bills at home there. I like the Giants just like uh, I think it was Nate that said that I think the Giants in the upset. Um, the Giants are playing well right now. The Giants in the upset at Minnesota. And... I'm going to go with the Bengals because we still have an uncertainty, still have some uncertainties about Lamar Jackson, which I'm sure he'll play in the playoffs, but he'll be rusty. And I think the Bengals have been playing. They'll have momentum. So I like the Bengals in that game next Monday. Again, Cowboys, um, Bucks. Again, I don't know what's going on. Like we talked about the Cowboys struggles and what a lot of us think could be their struggles. I like the Bucks at home. Um, just because of the coaching staff, and we all have questions about the Cowboys coaching staff. Like the Bucks at home and that match there. Folks, I thank you all for tuning in to another installment of the Sports Rap Podcast right here on Heat 100 Radio. Uh, unfortunately, I have not been able to contact my guest, but we will definitely reschedule um, that guest, and I will reach out to him and talk to him as soon as I can. And we'll straighten it out, but you know, we'll get it. Um, so, Again, thanks for tuning in, everybody. It's a pleasure um, entertaining you guys in the morning. My guys from Texas, LQS, uh, 1225, and Key Enterprises on Instagram. Thank you all for tuning in. Everybody on Facebook, Facebook Nate, 
Um, Lowell, thank you all for tuning in. Everybody on the airwaves that was tuned in that did not, that I cannot see and cannot hear whatever right now. Thank you all for tuning in as well. Listen, stay great. Stay warm. Not that cold outside. A little chilly though, but stay warm. Um, dress appropriately. Listen, be great on purpose. It's Monday. Kick your week off in a good way. Do not let anyone hinder your sunshine, your joy. Do not let anyone kill your joy. You know where to find me. Right here each and every Monday on Heat100Radio.com. Also on social media, Facebook Sports Red Podcast LLC is the group page. Also, Instagram and Twitter at Sports Rap underscore D. You already know that. The webpage, SportsRapRadio.com. Get over there and check out the webpage. Also, YouTube, Sports Rap TV. Like I said earlier, get over there. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you like the videos that you like after you check some out. And then hit that bell so you will be alerted when new video is up. Again, folks, thanks everybody for tuning in. Taking you out. I will see you all next week. And here we go. Have a good day, y'all. Peace. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Intro in the background. See y'all in two weeks. We'll be celebrating the holiday, observing the holiday next Monday. Heat bringing the fire, bringing more fire to y'all all week on social media. Peace.